Future Focus. You are now listening to the Future Focus. Sir, yes, sir. What's going on? You are tuned in to Untamed Disciples. It's your boy Crown One. I'm here with my brothers in Christ, Ukali White. Yes, sir. I'm also here with Don't Blink. Uh-huh. <laughs> and we are representing You Are Tuned In to the Future Focus podcast. And we just, you know, three brothers want to bring our culture together, want to bring the people together, and just bringing the Christian perspective and exposing Christ to the world the right way, the pure, the true way. So the followers of the way, if you want to call us that. But we are untamed disciples. Um, we represent Christ. We are not tamed by this world, and we are disciples of Jesus Christ. Um, we do not succumb to uh, the powers that be that control uh, the culture in ways that are detrimental to our youth and to our men and to our women. So how's y'all day going? How's y'all week going? I'm, I'm having a pretty good week. Man, it's going good. This is Wednesday, yeah. man. Hump day. Yeah, of the week. yeah. I have had a good Labor Day. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Ate yeah. well. Ate, ate. Excited. <laughs> Excited about getting together with, with uh, two brothers who are on fire yes, about sir. Uh, things that matter. Matter yeah. number one to God, but that matter also to uh, to the culture. Yes, sir. And about uh, just being able to chop it up, being able to interject some things and talk about some things that are hot hot buttons, hot topics for yeah. people in the uh, in the culture and you know here locally, but all, also around the country and around the world. So I'm excited, man. I'm yeah. looking forward to it. Certainly, certainly, I am too. How was your Labor Day, Rich? Man, you know all I do is uh make ribs, <laughs> <laughs> make ribs and beats, make ribs and beats. No, I just uh. Just cook for the family and stuff like that. We had somebody, uh, one of my uncles from out of town was nice. going to preach in Columbus, so we, he was able okay. to get a plate and go back to uh, New York. So uh, just, just you know, sharing with the family, you know, just being there, you Amen. know, doing the dad husband thing. So mm-hmm. it was, it was cool. But um, I just wanted to say before we really, really get off into it that just finally, you know, seeing what God has done with my show, Future Focus, that God gave me. I'm just a caretaker over and then praying. I was like literally looking for hosts <laughs> to help me with right. it. And it just, wow. it just, I really didn't know who was going to be that, who's going to fit that. And so now, because it's, you just supposed to surround yourself with great people that how Thanks. this came to fruition. So it's just that mm-hmm. it was just been like a, a dream come true for me because I was like, who can I help? Who can help me do this? I didn't want to be only the brains behind it, but. Who can help me present the situation? I didn't even really know. I have some characteristics of what Future Focus was, but I didn't really know what God was going to do with it. I just, I just sat on it. It's been like I've been doing this for like some years, mm. so it's just like you know, just never know what God's going to do mm-hmm. with it. Just got to keep pushing. So I'm yeah. just want to inspire people who's going to listen to this to keep pressing. You know, what God gives you, just yes, sir. On in there. Don't yes, sir. That's it. Follow your dreams. Follow your dreams. You know, speaking of which, um, you know, all of us have someone close that's either either played football or, uh, you know, you got a son or somebody that was interested in sports. One of the hot button topics now, I don't know if you guys saw the movie Concussion, but right in the city of Akron, um, Akron General is actually talking about concussions and studying that and try to prevent that. The Akron Beacon Journal reported today, actually on Wednesday, uh, concussions in youth sports and studies are being done by Akron General and Vanderbilt University and other institutions on finding lasting solutions. Mm, wow. In regards to, um, you know, different tests that they're doing and stuff like that. Um, you know, one, and, and do you think, I think... See, the doctor, uh, I forget his name, that's down at Akron General, you know, he was saying if he, he wouldn't take it back to have his sons participate in football. Um, I think it's important. I, I wouldn't say it's a coming of age, like not like putting through the fire or nothing like that, but just I think it's good. I mean, Reggie, you could speak on that. I mean, your sons are in football, right? You got two sons? or First season, first season of football. I've got two sons. One just had a heart for it, a passion for it from his older brother who was into it. And he's into it. Then I have a son that's a little taller, a little more athletic, just have the athletic ability to be out there. Okay. So, yeah, you know, yeah. I didn't realize he was going to excel so well hmm. in football, my 13-year-old son. And I'm like, okay, wow, I didn't realize that he's going to be this good, this quick, mm. you know. But just, yeah, so that's one of the very, very one of the concerns is concussions and, and hurting and how they hit and how not to hit and 
all the different things I got to learn now. Right. You know, and, and, and stuff. So actually one of the players hmm. already, I mean, Season just started, ain't it? Had a had wow. concussion already, and couldn't even. Um, they it was just like yeah, season just started. They just played the first game. One of our decent players got concussion because of what a person did in practice. Mm. This wasn't even a real game. Okay, because the opposite team. So. Yeah, I think I know who you're talking about. Right. So, <laughs> so I think he's a family member of mine. Oh so, really? So I shouldn't have laughed. Copy, I, was, I don't know why I laughed. I was just not copying. No, he's not a family. No, no. Not a family member. But but anyway, okay. it's just that he got concussion. And he has to take the test, and mm. they really CTA yeah, and all that. So he has to. He, he's just sitting there like can't play because he had to pass his test. I think he did. They just cleared um a young man. I, don't, I think his name's last name is Conley or something like that. Wadsworth. Mm. He was in the paper. Him and his father, and it was his second concussion. Okay. So, um, but yeah, that's just. You know, and, and some people say that promotes violence. Uh, speaking of which, um, unfortunately, in Chicago, I would live there for a little bit on the west side, went to church on the south side. Mm-hmm. I was like a baby, I was a little kid. Uh, but Chicago, I don't know if you guys heard what happened this past Labor Day. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm familiar. So this that. past Labor Day weekend, Chicago crossed the 500th mark of um line for death toll this year wow. i didn't like how usa today worded it um i must be straight up i mean the way they worded it was jacked up they said they crossed the 500 mark in death count this past labor weekend and the word they used the verb they used was on track to continually rise um According to the to USA Today, on track. Whereas, on track, really, New York, yeah. So like New York like, is descending. Yeah, okay. they're, they're descending in um, inner city crime, inner city death tolls. Okay. Uh, you know, and gun violence and stuff like that. However, you know, we'll, we'll get into the the history and all that kind of stuff as sure. to why you know, predominantly black people are uh, disposition to be violent towards each other or violent. You know. Um, Cause that you know that whole stigma, um, but there's a, a video floating around where a former gang member who I think now resides in California. I don't know if you saw wow. that a couple of weeks ago. He said when he was growing up and banging, they would find crates, like crates as big as this table, bro. Where like it would be filled, like he, like the one of the bosses, one of the big homies, would be like, hey, meet me on this block on this block, and there's crates filled with like AK-47s and automatic right. rifles and all this other kind of stuff that you can't buy at first of all and sh- i think in the state of illinois you can't no chicago it might be the state of illinois i think it's illinois mm-hmm. wow. you can't own a firearm like it's one of those like it's, it's almost nearly impossible wow. to own a firearm it I might just that. be chicago yeah. i think it's chicago i'm not sure about the gun laws there but yeah, yeah. but because i looked it, it up makes like it difficult yeah it makes it makes it very wow. difficult especially in chicago like it's like a red zone like you cannot own a firearm because I looked it up a couple years ago where I was you know looking into getting my uh, CCW, okay. but it's just you know I I, I, don't, I don't know man you know it's like I, this is my position as as a twenty five year old African American I understand the disposition and we were talking about this early before we started today the only reason why I'm not a militant super genius and we talked about this before don't blink uh, super vigilante <laughs> you, with, with the way my you guys know how my mind works is because of my moral compass that is driven by my faith in God That's right. without that I, I might still be here doing a podcast but I definitely would be uh, not doing it here if you know I'd have right. financial resources by uh, wrong means but then it's like at the same time when you look at the forefathers of our country how they amass their wealth Sure. And then change the rules and the policy. You know what I'm saying? How? I mean, what do you guys feel about that? Like, I understand someone who never had that ability to have that moral compass, mm-hmm. let alone have a father in their house, mm-hmm. or even if they had a father in the house, but he wasn't the right, uh, you know, moral, you know, to guide them, or the mother just didn't have the ability because it's hard raising boys and all that kind of stuff, right. you know. And you know, when you're living on disability or let's not even say disability you're living on assisted living and rent is 600 a month and you only get 800 right and you got three four kids sure sure 
and that only lets you stay there if you don't have a man in the home. Right. Because if you have a man in the home, they'll kick you out. So even if the father wants to be a part of it, the government will cut off your funding and the the father may well be a felon. It's just a whole lot of stuff. So right. I want to know it what is. y'all, you know, I could go on for hours no <laughs> about well, that. Well, you know what? This is definitely a hot topic for me. Um, you know, you talk about uh, the um, uh, Chicago has just reached the, the landmark of or they just reached 500 people who have been who have lost their lives, who have been killed. I don't know through gang violence, through. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's, you know, homicide, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. But um, it, what's interesting is a lot of times Chicago is looked at as the city that so many refer to when, you know, unfortunately, many black men unarmed and some committing misdemeanors, so on and so forth, um, have been killed. You know, and many of us believe unjustly by police officers of European descent. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, when that happens, and we're crying out against the injustice and we're protesting and we're marching. You know, you have those who are from, unfortunately, sometimes the conservative perspective. Uh-huh. You got, you know, uh-huh. Fox News will, will chime in. And many from that perspective will say, well, the reason that happened is uh, because of the black on black crime and and because of the, you know, all the crime in the black community. Then they always reference Chicago. Right. See, look at, you know, instead of protesting uh, what you believe is injustice by white police officers why don't you go and protest against the murders and the violence and all that in chicago right chicago seems to be the city that uh I, but i don't i don't want i don't defute that my issue is i think with a lot of people and i don't want to say the certain race mm-hmm. and certain mindset of that race want to point the finger back on people Uh, and on a particular culture but at the same i'm not saying that's they're not wrong i understand the position i i'm empathetic to that position just Mm -hmm. like i said before because of my moral standard is why i don't go into that temptive state that i have at times of adversity you know but some people don't have another way and you kind of gentrify and set up a system projects in that way but negating all that still there's people that have risen to power and all that kind of stuff cool Mm -hmm. The issue is policy. That's why main people are upset. I mean, right. if someone acts now, if an officer kills a black person, a brown person or a yellow person, person of color mm-hmm. for doing something wrong and it's justified. Hey, justified was served. But if you we are we and we well, it's not even like a he say, she say we have video, audio, cell phone clips and you get them on paid leave. Mm hmm. How is that lawful? And then you know, there's um, there was a, a a a photo circulating in Boston. I think it was Boston or New York, where an officer had a Ku Klux Klan tattoo on his left forearm, mm-hmm. but it was a police officer. Right. Sure. You know, it's right. like, how was that? You know, and then you know, it goes into unions and all that kind of stuff, and which I'm not a fan of. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know how it's. It segregates and and even, you know, not even 60 years ago where the unions boasted and this is all white made, you know, all this made versus, you know, keeping the African-American out. So it's just it's kind of jacked up to me, you know, how people want to point the finger and say, oh, well, you know, you always want to blame the officer. Oh, he's going to lose his job. Let's donate two hundred thousand dollars to him. You know, he killed he killed a young man, but let's give him a million. Mark Zimmerman has been in jail and arrested more times than Trayvon Martin's ever been in trouble. Right. That's true. Right. Since his passing. Right. And Trayvon Martin was killed when I lived in Castleberry, which is not less than 30 minutes away from Sanford. Right. And when that happened, that's why I moved back up north. Wow. I get it. I understand. I got pulled over and my car got searched half the time. And even when I was in my full work uniform, getting pulled over and, you know, four or five cops are stopping me on the side of the road. One time they took my license plate. Did I tell you that? I did it to my license plate. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, how do we, because I'm kind of, I'm kind of, I'm fed up with people talking about the problems. What's the solution? Well, you know, and I I was really wanting to interject that because that's what it's all about. And, you know, that's why I was kind of referencing how, you know, our nation, especially uh, those who see black people as violent, because that label has been put on us you know, really since we were brought here from mm-hmm. the West Coast of Africa, mm-hmm. as violent, as dangerous, as criminal. Um, 
so on and so forth. And that's why they many times speak to Chicago. Look at all the violence there. Mm-hmm. But you talked about, um, you know, that uh, article where guns, a crate of guns that, you know, could not be, re- you know, that n- no one in that community, even gangs, somebody, right, somebody strategic, strategically put that crate there or made that those guns available, available. Yes, to yes, the sir. gangs yes, who were in, who were in that area. And, uh, and, and really there has been a strategy really from day one uh, with brown skinned people, people of African descent being brought here mm-hmm. to be used as property to never really have full citizenship, to be a part of this citizenry uh, that we call, you know, the United States of America. And that kind of leads me to something that's really been on my heart. It's you talk about solutions. How, what What's at the root of it? And then how do we address it? How do we really deal with it? Yeah. Well, really, what's at the root of the disconnect between brown skin and, and fair skin people and I, I tend to use those terms because I don't mm-hmm. think black and white really defines who right. we are I know those are social constructs and so is the term race mm-hmm. but it's that very thing that we have come up with various races within the human race there's really only one race of people it is the human race there is no such thing as race not scientifically mm-hmm. not biblically there is no such thing as race but it's been a social construct, and it's really picked up steam since the teaching of evolution, the evolution, the theory of evolution with Charles Darwin. Mm. That, you know, his book it really it was a book about the perspective of favored races, and unfortunately, in this nation, fair-skinned people, people of European descent, have all, always been favored over brown-skinned people, people of African descent. Mm. Matter of fact, they've been looked at as better, more intelligent, more apt for success, more My, oh, this, which man. speaks to what 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 you're talking about. This is really at the root of it, and this has been passed on from generation to generation down, not just to brown-skinned people who were enslaved, but white people who were who or fair-skinned people who were taught that they were superior. You know, hence white supremacy or taught that they were better, more able, more capable, which is not the truth. There's no biological scientific proof to that. But that is really at the root. And when we begin to address that, when more white people understand that, wait a minute. I've been duped by this Being thing called race. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they'll become more empathetic. Wait a minute. We all come from the same family. We all have the same potential. We're all made in the image and the likeness of God. Oh God. Amen. You know what? Wait a minute. I've been looking at this thing all wrong. And that becomes, it, it helps even fair-skinned people, white people, to become more empathetic to the plight of brown-skinned people who in this country have always been looked at as less than have always been there were black codes during the reconstruction period between 1865 and 1877 black codes mm. was to label black people as criminal mm. and they did that and that's you know we had the uh you know uh the uh, a lot of black people then at that particular time were being put in prison for stuff like um vagrant vagrancy yeah, they have vagrant lo- loitering laws, loitering yeah. so on and so forth but but these it's just some of the things that really are at the heart or at the root of the disconnect, the division between uh, white and browns or fair skin and brown skin people. It's a social construct. It's been set up by the system that governs our nation to keep people and, and, and like like cattle, you know, so kind of um, rather than us try to police everybody, let's just make them fight against each other and cancel each other out. Sure, sure. <laughs> yeah. Most, most you definitely. Know, you know, so then it's like, oh, well, we're profit either way. You know, because right. a lot of people, it was like 20 grand to bury you in the United States. Something like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. It's just Close ridiculous. That's, that's wow. And that's I wild. heard that's a scam too. It's highway robbery. Like they price gouge everybody because they know people are insured. Right. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's it really everything goes back to the system. What are we being taught in our public schools? What are we being taught at the universities? What are we, and then what is being taught at home? Because the, oh, the mind, yeah, the, the, your thinking is going to produce your living. So, and it's an, it's it's no reason why there's a difference when brown skinned people, families of brown skinned people who have lost loved ones to white police officers to unjust policing. They're grieving. They're then, you know, the whole Black Lives Matter movement. They're protesting. They're standing up and saying this is wrong. Well, yeah, brown skin people in agreement with that because this looks all too familiar to us. Right. But then on the other perspective, what it, you have many fair skin and white people saying, no, just let the system play out. No, if they're if if, if that happened, you must have done something wrong. Mm-hmm. No, and then they'll dig up the past and say, "Well, see, he was a criminal, so that justifies him being whatever killed, actions being yeah. killed, even though he didn't have, even though he 
even though he wasn't committing a crime. Rest in so peace, Alter it's, Sterling. It's, right. It, it, yeah. It's yeah, yeah. It's it's a mindset. It's a perspective. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's 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 kind of jacked up. It's just it gets taxing as an African American because you know you try to find us, try to find your place within the system, and even when you find your place, you don't have a place. Right. You know, it doesn't matter what level you are. You know, you only get to climb up if you're a yes sir individual. That's just how, you know. Um, just it's look at, yeah. just look at the acting <laughs> complex, um, right. of black African American actors that are prominent. You dig back far enough, you'll start finding some um, interesting things. You know that they've done in film or in uh, on TV shows or even on Broadway. Um, and it's just sad It's just like You know And then those that Buck back And mm-hmm. you know this From watching Hidden Colors 4 Sure um, Those that buck back uh, Are slaughtered Are crucified mm-hmm. You know and, and, and some people look at me like Well how could you look up to, I look up to that person Because they stand up to the system this, And they still survive This, this, is, very inter- this is very interesting I was uh, talking to a pastor um, uh, Pastor Lewis um, And he was just We were just talking about The shed and, Or of sharing and iron sharpening iron and, and, and the Lord began to share some revelation with me and it kind of takes me back to Genesis and he began to open my eyes and help me understand the enemy's assignment then and you know because if you look at it doesn't say it biblically per se in the Bible but you know we know that you know Lucifer was in heaven you mm-hmm. know and sure. so therefore he has a beginning because God created him. Right. So understanding that, those things those if you Think on those lines um, when he got cast out of heaven because he thought he would be like the most high. He was planning then right. what he wants to do now. Mm. Yeah. Because yeah, wow. we, we don't think in terms of eternity. Right. Where that's all he knows. You know, that's he understands time. He understands, mm-hmm. you know, because he was there when the enemy when the, when the uh, enemy was there when God began to invent time, right. <laughs> you know. Right. So, yeah, wow. yeah. so he was there in the beginning and, and planning to do these things. So we're just in this time, looking back in, those, in that time, in that in that era, or or that in that beginning, particularly, and seeing the uh, outcome of what he had already planned. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, so, so, so therefore, we know he has no power. Unless we give it to him, right? So he put all of his temptation around free choice. Sure. Wow. Sure. So, so, so you want to get off, and you know we're not get off, but talking about race and all the things we're seeing now mm-hmm. is in what's being taught, what's being you know mentally embedded in, 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 in us yeah. as as a culture, and and also the Lord told me as I was sharing this is that systems are just cycles, so the enemy just has. You know, he collect data. He collect data like a computer, mm, right? And That's he watches. Good point. good point. And and he just he just invents a cycle. You know, saying around cultures and you know, around around, uh, yeah, cultures around nationalities and mm-hmm. these different things to, to, to cause division. So, right. all of this was planned before he even talked to Eve. Sure. All this stuff was 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 just meticulously planned. Meticulously planned. At this particular time, at this particular time, what he wanted to do then. So, so what did why you know some debate why he did talk to Eve and not Adam and she was a wicked vessel. Mm-hmm. I would I would say he was even trying to mock God because being that Eve was the second one created, she was the most advanced in a sense because God doesn't always make <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't step back. Um, you know what I'm saying? He you know so so wow. So he was, it was his planning. And yeah, because I mean, even I mean, just to sidetrack from that point, you know, the most advanced women are are complex creatures, just physiology, physi- physically, right. than man. That's right. true. Right. So that's, that's so deep. He was planning to, he was planning this thing, since then. You know what I'm saying? And um, people can't look at snakes now. How, and and the fact that. That the serpent was talking to him, in her in, the, in in those times. See, right. they already could communicate with animals. You know that that, that was not the issue. Right, it's just that fact that this particular animal was being contrary to the rest of the animals. 
because they were just they were just telling them God is worthy. This you know, is your name. Yeah, this they, is, yeah. they, 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 they were they were telling the animals what they heard the name was, but the animals and everything was praising the Lord. Right. In the beginning. Yeah. So everything that everything had first praise the Lord. So the trees, the grass, everything was, you know, giving God glory. Sure. And animals was. So sure. this the serpent wasn't. He he had his own this um, <laughs> his own thinking pat you know, his, his own, own thinking process, his, his own, own agenda. Yeah, his own so this that's what was intriguing to Eve is the fact that this serpent had his own decision making you know, capabilities, you know, all of these different things where other animals didn't wasn't thinking on this. They mm. were not talking like that. On that right. But because they, because Satan, unlike all creation, had free will. And humans had free will, but creatures didn't have free will. Mm-hmm. Because we know creatures will do the same thing habitually because from the day they're born, they do the same thing over and over and over and over. Right. Yeah. They live and, based and, on and, instinct. In, yeah. Instinct and that obedience is direct worship to God because they're they're fulfilling their purpose to the day that they die. Right. Um sidebar. Mm-hmm. I personally believe and this is just a theory I want to see what y'all guys think about this when it comes to the serpent. If you look at different cultures, you can just play it in your head. China um uh, Asian cultures worship the serpent or uh as the Bible puts it Leviathan or as we understand it the dragon. Mhm year of the dragon all this other kind of stuff right, right, they right. dance with dragons they worship mm-hmm. dragons and dragon tattoos mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff um another culture that is fascinated which you really wouldn't think about it when you put two and two together Loch Ness monster it's supposed to be mm-hmm. a sea dragon is that uh not Irish, england or is that is that england that's england okay. you know they're always looking for the Loch Ness. uh you go to i'm trying to think of another culture that that's has uh, super stories of, of snakes and serpents. But you know what I'm saying? Like, the people often, the big question is, how did the serpent hand her the apple? Hmm. You know, I believe it was a dragon because the serpent at the time uh, had, it was called a serpent, but it had appendages. Hmm. Right. So a, a dragon is still, if, if I'm That's not right. mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong, but a dragon is still a serpent. It's in the reptile family. Hmm. And, and Wings or not. And the picture of Leviathan is, is reptilian. In, in, in nature. Yeah, in nature. So that spirit, that principality, if you will, has that same qualities and stuff, you know. So, yeah. yeah. And then hmm. even people, you know, the, the question, the further question is, well, where did dinosaurs come from? Um it's my mind is pretty basic, pretty logical, because I you know, I think that way. Dinosaurs were created by God. They were created by God. But right. if you had the option to feed a family of fifty, or a community, let's say of fifty, would you go after the elephant or the mammoth? I'm gonna go after the biggest land animal. That Thank I you. Can. <laughs> Until they're gone. That's right. And that's just what happened. And then you know they died because of climate change and all that sure, kind of stuff. Sure. But right. I mean, you know, that's how you have. I believe it's in Isaiah where he talks about the Leviathan, which is a remnant of that dinosaur culture. And then you even have talk of the unicorn in the Bible. And people say, oh, well, if you believe in the Bible, then you believe in unicorns. Well, if you look at history, historically, unicorn is the original term for a one-horned rhinoceros. Mm -hmm. One-horned animal, that's right, rhinoceros. So it's just talking about una as in a single corn, Mm -hmm. a single horn for that beast. Right. Whereas now the common beast that you see in rhinoceros, because they're all, I believe they're extinct, uh, is a two-horned, uh, a bicorn a rhinoceros. You know what I'm saying? It has wow. a large horn wow. and then it has a small horn. Mm-hmm. So it really, you know, they try to, you know, agnostics and atheists, they try to discredit it. But if you look plain as day in the same books that people that you revere, <laughs> there's your evidence. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um but yeah, that's, that's that's an interesting topic. So, but yeah. so I feel like Cain, um, his seed, basically, you know what he, you know he began to civilize things and his sons, what they begin to do and how they begin to engineer, you know, begin to in, in, begin to get into industry and mm. and all these different things mm-hmm. and what they begin to invent and how sure. they begin to engineer and sure. and construct cities and stuff like that. So. When you want to talk about racism and all these different things, it came from all of that that type of thinking because 
you know his he knew his uh, his uh, legacy was cursed. Right. So, of course, he's going to do. You know, Satan was using that to get his agenda across. He used Cain and his seed to to curse. You know the earth and. and but like I said, he planned all of that before, you know, things, you know, before he even talked to Eve and he was just waiting to tempt her, to cause her to, yeah, this, this is the killer, to cause her to sin against God. Mm. So he moved, he moved within the judgment against them. Right. Mm, you yeah. know, you know, yeah. he, all he wanted to do, because he knew he didn't have that type of authority. No, he didn't. Right. So he just Unless he, it was given to him. Yeah, he wanted the right, crown. Right, he, right, so he had to steal the crown of Adam right. in a sense of. So that's why. But he had to move through God's judgment on the earth. Wow. Sure, sure. Which he talked about in the right. third, ch- third chapter of Genesis. Right. So understanding that concept is just like mind boggling in a sense how he unraveled that for me. So then you look at what, like I said, that, you know, the church, you know, we have buildings that we buy and purchase, but we don't own the wood. We don't own the plywood or or even the microphone equipment. Mm-hmm. We don't we don't own the manufacturing. Sure. You of know. those materials. We don't own much of So we're not really in that place of industry. dominion. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Therefore of ownership of those things now to to take over, to become, you know, what God wants us to be. And 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 but now but because, of, like you said, racism and all the different things that's not allowing us to do these things, it's because of the enemy in the beginning. Sure. Mm-hmm. And yeah. really what you're saying is uh, what we're dealing with are not natural issues, right. natural circumstances. They're supernatural right. or spiritual. Right. And they really can't be addressed effectively. You know, we can address them for time, but to right. really address them from an eternal perspective, mm-hmm. it has to be. Uh, dealt with spiritually, the wisdom that God's spirit gives and the power and the in the direction that God's spirit, God's spirit gives us in order to address these issues. There's a root for there. There's a uh, uh, for every action. There is a reaction for every issue that we're looking at. There's a cause behind it. And again, it's spiritual. We talk about race and, you know, I've said it before, but there's really no scientific evidence. There is no scientific proof. There's no biblical proof for different races within the human race. We all come from one family. We're talking the the scripture. We all come from one family, Adam and Eve. And then, you know, we talked about Cain. All of them were killed off during the time of the flood. Right. And the the families that came off the flood, there was one. There was Noah's family and his three sons. All of us. You know, based on Acts chapter uh, 17, verse 26, we all come from the entire earth was populated. They come from one blood, Adam and Eve, and then from the blood of Ham, Shem, and Japheth. Right. Those three people weren't three different races. They were a family. Yeah. They were, and they produced all of the people groups from the lightest of skin tone to the darkest of skin tone. Right. It's not a race. We should be speaking, when we talk about people groups, we should be speaking in terms of nations. Right. Yes. Which which one of are you from Ham, Shem, or Japheth, or from a combination of all three? Because mm-hmm. we know in Shinar, Mesopotamia, there was you know a lot of coming together with from Ham's yep. descendants and from Shem's descendants and from Japheth's descendants. Mm-hmm. Right. But really, uh, you know, and again, this is something that God has really been uh, putting on my heart to because I'm I'm not about just picking at the fruit of you know the situation that Colin Kaepernick and we appreciate him drawing attention to yes, sir. police brutality right. Yes, sir. and him taking a stand even though other people hate him mm-hmm. other people are calling him well the n-word they're saying go back to you know leave the country if you know no it's not that he doesn't honor or respect those who've served and that he doesn't appreciate his but position. he's calling his yeah. position he's calling attention to what is seen as injustice <clears throat> and um, what he wants to sidebar okay some um, I didn't mean to cut you off, mm-hmm. but someone else who did that is somebody a lot of people revere, even though they may not be a, a fully believer in God. You know who that individual is who did exactly what Kaepernick is doing? Moses. Uh, yeah. Very true. Adopted. Yeah. Moses was it? I don't know. Uh, Moses was adopted. Right. And then he uh, stood up for the. Israelites sure. when he was an Israelite but he was adopted by the Egyptians mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so it's the same exact thing you know you can't say oh well weren't you adopted by Europeans 
mm-hmm. you know, why are you saying this? You shouldn't really care. Um, what about Moses? Right. Did the exact same thing. Right. right. And, and it's interesting because Moses blended in. He was probably about the same complexion, brown skin, as the Egyptian people. Mm-hmm. And they didn't see themselves. You look at the Egyptian caves and tombs and pyramids. Inside on those walls, they're, they're drawing and painting people of color. But they also painted some fair-skinned people. But they painted diversity. They didn't see themselves as different races. They saw themselves as nations. And that's really going to help us to address. Not everybody is going to. uh, Some people are going to buy into that evolutionary theory that white people are on top and everybody else is on the bottom. But there's some people who know the truth, who are going to call it for what it is. The reason why... situations are the way that they are here Mm -hmm. in the United States of America and in in some other countries Mm -hmm. is because we're looking at a a certain people groups as being better or more valuable. And that's all Colin Kaepernick and the Black Lives Matter and us today, many are saying, no, we're all the same. Don't look at us as criminal. Don't look at us as evil. We're not any more violent or any more evil or any more criminal than those of European descent. Right. We're all yeah. shaped in sin, but those statistics are not being highlighted. Sh- shaped in yes, and and <laughs> that's and and that's key. But we talk about solutions. We talk about getting at the mm-hmm. root of it. Let's let's deal with this based on the truth. No facts, I don't care, not opinions. Ba- based on fact, based on truth. Just because your skin shade is lighter and my sh- skin shade is the darkest of darkest skin shades, it doesn't mean that we're different races of people. We're just different people groups. It doesn't mean one has more value than the other. We are. We all come from the same family. Different tones, same at, construct. W- yes. And when we look at one another like that, we'll stop devaluing and stop labeling those who don't look like us as less than us. That's the beginning of, of us addressing some of these disparities and injustices and so on and Amen. So real quick, we're going to pay some bills. Uh, Today's episode of Future Focus has been brought to you by Cape Music Records. Also been brought to you by Don't Blink Productions. Go represent. Go and check out Go Represent YouTube. Yes, YouTube. Uh, Go represent on YouTube. Yes, sir. And check out capemusicrecords.com where you'll be able to download the latest Don't Blink Productions beat tape all in. It was released uh, shortly after the Cavs brought on the trophy, uh, the rings for Cleveland, uh, or like we like to say, the 330 Akron. Uh, That's who made it happen. Right. Uh, also, today's episode has been brought to you by Black Tiger Arts. Learn how to draw tutorials. Uh, our brother Tonto, Torrance Reed. If you are interested in learning how to draw, learning how to uh, create urban art, uh, how to do graffiti or anything like that digital, digitally or just learn those different things. All ages can apply. If you're interested, contact Black Tiger Art at t.c.read80 at gmail.com. Again, the email to contact is t.c.read80 at gmail.com. Again, that's Black Tiger Art. They've been doing some work for Untamed Disciples as well as Cape Music Records, and we're happy to partner with them and everything that they're doing. Young Black Brother. Black yes, owned sir. business Support black mm-hmm. if, you need a, if you need a flyer done If you need a cover done For your next song Or whatever you got going on Contact Black Tiger Arc Support black business Can I give another business. plug Or go represent Yes sir Yes go, sir Go represent of course uh, You know God has blessed me To be able to start that um, definitely honored to be able to be a part of the continuation of what Christ started, his movement. It's not Amen. my movement. It's the Go Represent movement, That's actually good. ministry, and it's all about uh, teaching, educating, preparing, and inspiring people uh, everywhere to represent Christ in the culture. But if you also, uh, uh, Crown One, Stephen, he's mentioned uh, you can go and check out some YouTube videos at Go Represent on YouTube. But you can also, if you want to communicate with me, I'm putting out and you also want to hear more from Go Represent, the ministry, uh, go and like me on Facebook at Go Represent Ukali White. Uh, go Represent Ukali White. That's U-K-A-L-I. Uh, of course, the last name White as in the color. So uh, I'd love to communicate with you that way. Love for you to encourage you and inspire you that way, and uh, just be able to get you some information out there that'll help you to again go represent Christ in the culture and go make Him known. So, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, you want to throw in a plug? Don't blink. He's uh, working on some uh, some hot stuff. I don't know if you want me to talk about it. What you working on? Uh yeah, just working on some music. Uh, basically that. <laughs> Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, yeah, working on some big things uh, for next year. Right. Uh, last topic, fellas, and we'll have to keep it short just because, you know, we're running out of time. Um, the political race. Uh, and for 
<laughs> the political race. You, <laughs> you sure you want to end on this one? I, <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll put a we'll put a comment in it because I'm sure we'll have a plenty to talk about. Yes, sir. Uh, when we come back two weeks later, oh uh, man, um, Trump. Uh, I don't have much on Hillary other than you know um, she's done some bad business mm-hmm. in her previous held positions. Um, just you know, and really, it's just like a secretarial position, um, in my eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and, and you leaking, you know, highly sensitive information that allows soldiers to be uh, killed, from my understanding. Um, but then also, you have Trump, who is both of them actually are what is the word, um, pandering hmm. to certain um, groups of people. Uh, there was a comment made by Hillary Clinton that she carries hot sauce in her bag when she was interviewed by, I believe, the Breakfast Club, Angela, Lee, Angela Yee, uh, <laughs> Charlemagne, and um, wow, I don't even know the other guy's name. Yeah. Just light skin. Uh, <laughs> hot sauce in her bag. Yeah, yeah you know, when, hot when sauce in the to bag. Tell us what? Uh, yeah, and then she was called. She was called out on her pandering, and she said, "Is it working?" Hmm. And She's no one, that it will. but right. So she does that publicly. I respect that as opposed to what Trump is doing, you know. And I, I, I have a problem. CNN actually did a whole report on it, um, and the people call CNN constantly negative news. I understand that, <laughs> uh, uh, but CNN reported Probably. on Trump's latest visit to do a to a Detroit church. Hmm. Have you guys seen that the I've video? Heard about it. I haven't seen it. Okay, so I mean, you know. Certain individuals don't have rhythm. So, you know, they had a video of that. Um, but, you know, certain proceedings that are reserved for those that have been pruned and trained for uh, deaconship or leadership within the church are just paraded on those that are politics. I'm not even just talking about the presidential race when it comes to going to different churches. This is also included with local you know, um, politics, you know, where normally that's reserved for someone that has proven themselves and gone through refinement and discipleship, proper discipleship versus someone who's running for office and has the free, free will and opportunity to speak and have influence over a congregation. Right. I personally don't feel that's responsible. Neither did this particular reporter for CNN. He said, CNN reports that you, uh, that inviting him to the church is giving Trump a platform to speak to the flock, uh, a bigot access to corrupt the flock. Hmm. Mm. You know, and he's had several comments in regards. One, which is, again, it just seems like a current trend within our culture where th- it doesn't matter if you have video evidence, I'm going to believe what I want to believe. Right. Uh, there is a video where he basically called all black people destitute unemployed mm-hmm. and one fact which is really stupid I mean it's just on a common core level he basically said 85 I think he said 85 or 80 percent of your youth is unemployed hmm. well let's define youth under 18 <laughs> first off right okay no one caught the youth part people just oh well, yeah black people 80 percent of them are no he said 80 percent youth are unemployed so you're talking 16 legal age to work mm-hmm with a permit, right. mind you, right. to 17. Right. Of course, 80 to 85% aren't working. Right. Most of them are in school playing sports. They don't have to work. Right. Right. They're being taken care of right. by their parents and right. by what they can do. So it's just, I, 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 have, I mean, there's a third option that I've heard to, yeah, to vote for. Right. Mr. Third Johnson, candidate. I believe this is his name. I think it's a female. It, and, okay. And it's, and it's another gentleman. Yes, yes. So, you know, I have to look at those and weigh the pros and cons. But how do you guys feel about And it just feels like, you know, and GOP stands for grand old party. So it's just, I don't, you <laughs> know, and it's how, how the media and the culture, those that are in control of the culture, the influence of the culture only focus on two parties when we have more choices. Sure. It's just right. odd. All right. You want to touch on that? Are <laughs> <laughs> you, you ready to load? I, I really, man, uh, I just, looking back at Obama's race and who did he race against? Um, 
Uh, McCain. McCain. Uh, no, not McCain was one year. Mc- McCain was mis- one year, and then uh, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. So he rang us McCain and the Bible. Romney. Romney. Mitt Romney. Romney. Mitt Romney. Romney. But but he came. I was just looking at McCain and Obama, and I was looking at how you know the McCain, McCain kind of put the church down, like he kind of walked away. Mm-hmm. Sure. And then Obama kind of walked away, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Right. To, it's funny. to gain vo- votes. Right. And right. so now it's like now our voice is being heard or we're, we're becoming more influential. We matter again. We, we matter again now. When, so, when it's time. When it's time. So it's just funny how you look at back at history, how Constantine kind of did the same thing. Sure. Mm, sure. You know, he, you know, he repeats itself a cycle, like I said, cycle systems. Mm-hmm. So Constantine, Constantine did the same thing. He, he already had the populist vote in the sense of regions or nations, you know, you know, want to make him mm-hmm. whoever he was or how much influence he had. But he needed those Christians because there's one set of Christians that was like, no, we're not letting you in. You're, you know, you're, 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 uh, you're evil. And then there was another set that said, hey, you know, mm-hmm. let's get with you and right. let's, let's do this. So it's kind of I'm seeing this same thing. Cycle pull up. Same again. cycle. But prominent leaders are like on this team, like, hey, you know, and it's like, <laughs> hey, <laughs> we're going to be with you. We're, you know, you're popular, you know, and, and it's like, wow, you know, God in a photo that to me. And it's just really dangerous now to, you don't know what to do. You don't know who to vote for. They, and it's all, it was this, this thing of choosing lesser evil. Yeah, the lesser of two evils. The lesser of two evils, and that's the shout out to evil. answering question. This yeah. is, uh, this <laughs> I don't want to choose You can download period. that at kpmusicrecords.com. So this is what <laughs> they're. This is the. This is our, you know, line of thinking now, and, and so and. I don't know. It's just that uh, I just feel like Trump is uh, being th- made I, to be who he is. So. I, th- I think I think it goes back to the. Yeah. Okay. I think it goes back to the the church being more involved in the community. And being involved in local politics, local elections, right. and rising um, to from the local to the county to the state, and then eventually working on uh, Senate and Congress and getting someone that we know have a track record. Track record instead of saying, "Oh, this is the person that's pandering to us." If we allow him to come to our mega church or our medium-sized church where we have media influence or media relations. You know, we'll be able to, you know, either get a tax break or get a large donation and get this, this and that fixed. So I think, you know, there's there's a better way to use your leverage. And I think the best way to use your leverage is to hold people to because once you give them their vote and you don't hold people to what, you know, they say. You know what I'm saying? And what do you got? Unfortunately, dollars talk. It does. It does. And. Dollars talk, spit walks. Right, and so <laughs> it's who to trust. You know, who are you going to go with the more experienced woman who's been in the White House already? Right. And the role that she's portrayed now, what she have, what has she done? You, of course, you have to follow and study and see what and research. You know, the truth behind what you, the masses of what mass the media has said or a certain right. report or what's reputable, what's not reputable. To to you know, and see if that's the best choice, if you will. I, I really, I don't trust neither one of them in the sense. That I don't either. I, I mean, don't, I really don't, don't have a whole lot of. I mean, and I'm gonna catch flack for this. That's okay. You can contact me at Crown Sog <laughs> if you want to talk on Twitter or Instagram, right? Or hit me up on Facebook, right? But I I don't have a whole lot of trust in Obama either. I mean, because it, politi- politi- politics is where you, you play one side to the other, and that's just what it is. Right. You, you do whatever you can to get things done. Um, anyway, we're not supposed to trust any man. Right. You know what I'm saying? Let God be true, every man be a lie. And, and we have to still pray for those that are in power. Um, but th- it goes back to us being more reliant on God and making sure we have a system that is in place that is within the system where we can be reliant and not so dependent on leaders because truth. And that's another thing we all, we have to be more involved with local politics, lo- local policies, because the president can't do a whole lot for your community of Detroit. That's true. 
I mean, he could probably do some things for Flint, but you're really not even less. I think it was probably not even two weeks earlier. He's talking about African Americans in a in a disparaging bigotry way, mm-hmm. and then you bring him to Detroit in a way to try to co-sign and 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 hear him out. I mean, you hear him out in private, but you don't. It just doesn't make any sense to me. It's like if you have like if I had a daughter which Lord willing I have a daughter one day and, and a son uh, I would not expose them to a beast that I know has exhibited beastly behavior right if I see a dog and it's behaving in a, as a calm dog yeah I might bring that dog in the home mm-hmm. but if I see a dog not let's not even say violently t- attacking something but just acting aggressive towards me and my size and my you know stature why would i bring him around my flock that's a good point you wouldn't unless you and that's it i think it's a lack of discipleship and in, in, in just a way to, to pander to for influence and stuff like that with the and, and people are very smart at this where they think well um if if you vote for me i'll be able to do something for your community when they don't understand how politics actually work and how there's a three stem system sure <laughs> for you know it's right. the executive mm-hmm. there's the judicial legislative. uh and legislative right you know and all of those have to coincide in order for things to take place That's bills right. and i mean come on we've all watched yeah, nothing's uh, going to change unless it's going through the congress congress you know what i'm saying so that's where our power lies and these guys have been in there 15 20 years 25 years 30 right. years services it's a, and it's the same song it's the same results yeah. Which is uh, really what I wanted to speak to. You know, how do I really feel about this two party system and just feel about just politics um, in general? And number one, as a believer who is a part of the body of Christ, the church, uh, we already have a system in place mm-hmm. that uh, that, you know, we function within and that we uh, that we work uh, we work with to address issues in the home, <laughs> issues mm-hmm. in the city that we live in issues um, nationally issues internationally you know we know that God has established authority God has established government and sometimes God establishes some government that's uh, that 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 purposely is hard on their people yeah (laughs) as a punishment or as a as a as a judgment but um, the answer is has never come and will never come from the Republican Party or the Democratic Party they have proven to be in cahoots. I mean, I'm just going to tell it like yeah, it is. They yeah. they are a team, mm-hmm. you know, in the front and the camera out, out in front uh, in front of the camera. They're a two party system. But behind closed doors, they're they're a system that works Strike together. Mm, yes. <laughs> I mean, abortion is not going anywhere when we have whether we have a Republican or Democrat in there. The economy is not really doing a whole lot much. It's not doing much differently whether there's a Democrat or Republican in there. You know, it's an, and it's not impacting necessarily the uh, what the church is able to do and the effectiveness of the church. That's not based on a political party. That's based on God's people mm-hmm. making a decision and using, you know, uh, as as our platform, as our uh, marching orders yeah. versus uh, versus uh, like Acts chapter one verse eight. After the Spirit of God has come upon us, we'll receive power to be His witnesses, His ambassadors, His representatives. You know, Second Corinthians five verse twenty. Therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ. Mm-hmm. We have an, we're not an ambassador for a political party. No, not an, you know, and, and, and it's that's nothing. the that's the problem with a lot of Christians. They settle on one issue, right? When really, you have to test the spirits. Sure. That's what the scripture said. Not not one spirit, not one character attribute, but every. So a lot of people will remain a Republican. I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. I'm a Christian first, and I decide how I vote based upon the values and virtues of that candidate. So Mm -hmm. I can understand the lesser of two evils, but I wouldn't even say two evils, but the lesser of the options. Mm -hmm. What options tally up? to the greatest effectiveness that stands with the word you know they might be no one's perfect sure. they may be wrong on this but they might be right on this mm-hmm. i'd rather vote for the one even and then people say oh well if you vote for outside the two-party system it's a waste of vote not if you get enough people to understand that sure All you right. know who was outside the two-party system <laughs> abraham lincoln yeah even though he was a republican yeah but <laughs> eventually he wasn't mm-hmm. so it's like you know it's happened before Right. It can happen again, but people just, you know, 
it's in this culture, you know, they don't want to get involved or do any type of homework to to response. All I'm saying is responsibly vote because I hear people say telling me all the time at, at 25, 20, like, hey, you just need to vote. They're like, no, I'm not, that's vote a wasted vote to me. Whether know it's, who you're voting for. Right? Yeah, yeah. I got to no. know who I'm voting for. Yes, no. I understand people died for my ability to vote and stuff like that. But at the same time, it's the same thing as me not voting or, or voting for a wrong choice if I'm not responsible with the power that's given to me. Mm-hmm. And absolute power corrupts absolutely. So I, sure. I just want to make sure that, you know, and all you my a, ducks are in a row. You have a generation of people who are deciding not to vote at the federal level. They'll vote at the state level. They'll vote at the uh, local level. But they just don't feel that they have candidates who are really about what this country needs for them to be about, which, mm-hmm. uh, you know, to, to be able to vote for them. Um, and sometimes I find myself there. And but, you know, I do agree. We need to know, know those who are laboring among us, know the candidates mm-hmm. and know, you know, it's generally the Republican Party. They're the ones, uh, quote unquote, for corporate America. Capitalism really push that big and, you know, big business. Um, uh, right. Conservative values, morality. You know, uh, you know, uh, no aborting of babies, you know, marriage between a man and a woman. But then. Yeah. Uh, but then they don't do much socially. Right. You don't see them really impacting those who are struggling within society. But then you have the Democratic Party who's really focused on, you know, or, or who at least talks about trying to help people socially, mm-hmm. <laughs> trying right. to improve people's, right. you know, those who are impoverished, those who are dealing with poverty, trying to get them resources, trying to get them in a uh, to position them to be in a better situation financially. Right. But then. You know, part of their platform is they're okay with abortion. <laughs> they okay with right. uh, you know alternative lifestyles, you know, gay marriage, so on and so forth, and maybe morality and all of that is kind of a little bit lower. Not saying across the board, but generally lower for that party. Mm-hmm. So, how do you couple the two to where you can get you know uh, morality? Mm-hmm. You can get integrity and you can, you know, and also, you know, the whole capitalistic perspective, but you can also bring the social aspect, the concern for people, those who are those who are hurting. Bring that. to How do you marry the two? How do you get it? Where is that candidate? Right. <laughs> that, that's the question, because like you said, Christ, Christ <laughs> maybe it's a third party candidate. You right. know, maybe they right. would line up with both the, you know. Trying to make sure that we're moral, but also making sure that we're taking care of society. Now, here's the thought. Why don't don't we try to get more third party or non associated uh, one part Democratic or Republican Party members or uh, political runners, nominees Mm -hmm. into Congress and Senate as opposed to getting them that way? You because right now it's pretty much split down the line. Sure. You know, like. But if we get them to infiltrate, you know, thinking militantly, infiltrate the system by leveraging, you know, third parties to run for Senate, run for Congress, Mm -hmm. and we back them, Mm -hmm. then we could actually get policies changed. Once policies change, we could actually change the person. It goes back to what I was saying earlier when we were, you know, setting up for the day. You know, I don't really care about Obama. I, I like Obama. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. I love Obama. He's cool. Mm-hmm. Black first black president. Right, right. Eight years back yeah, to back. Back to back. Yeah, <laughs> cool. But things haven't gotten better for African Americans right. right. even with him in place. Mm-hmm. And it's like there hasn't been that many black people killed in office since he's been in office. Mm. So what does that tell you? It's not about the person, it's about the policy. Yeah, it's all policies about have about to policy. change. So right. that's where it goes back to It's not even know, about party. It's about, about the policy, right? Which policies are you standing on? Those and how morals. Are go, how are you going to implement them? Because and then that's really uh, the way we need to to cast our vote. You know, who's really going to lead this country in an in- integral way that's going to you know help help corporations to you know come into existence, provide jobs, but also help those who are less fortunate who haven't got the corporate America job, but who are less fortunate to help get them moving in that direction to where they can take advantage of this capitalistic. Yeah. Society. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So we like to uh, thank you for tuning in to the Untamed Disciples Future Focus Podcast. This is our first episode. Please be sure to share, 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 subscribe to our RSS feed. Also, check us out. uh, Share this. You know, if you're watching this on a clip, share that clip. Share the video clip. Tag your friends in a segment or a, a whole 
a video clip of um or video segment um tell everybody about future focus we will be back i am crown one signing off all right bukali white also go represents i don't make uh his records and your media yes sir yes sir so we will meet you back two weeks from now god bless god speed and keep god first in everything that you do we are untamed disciples